And these newspaper articles can add personal quotes, personal recollections and experiences, just all sorts of details that typically aren't recorded in historic records. I especially like coming across the gossip columns. There's some good stuff in those. Hello, Anastasia Harmon here. Thanks for joining me for Left Behind the Scenes. These are mini episodes that I'll publish occasionally, and they allow me to chat with you in an informal, close to one-on-one format. In these episodes, I'll offer you answers to frequently asked questions about the Left Behind podcast, descriptions about how I research the people I highlight, and details on topics that tie into Left Behind episodes. So let's get started. I'm going to share with you how I choose people to feature on the Left Behind podcast. It's one of the questions that I'm most frequently asked. Usually that's followed by how do you find the stories about them? So I'll share that as well. Now, as we jump in, because most of the people I research were POWs at some point, I'm going to refer to all the people I highlight on the podcast as POWs. I find POWs in a few different ways. First is my great-grandfather Alma Sam's memoir. In it, he mentions more than 150 men who he was imprisoned with at Cabana Tuan POW camp. Over the past 15 years, I've done initial research on most of them. There's a few men who I haven't been able to identify in the records, and that actually really bums me out because I want to identify them all, but sometimes you can't find people. Anyway, I took all that information and put it into a long and elaborate spreadsheet because I'm also really into spreadsheets. You should see my budget. My husband laughs at me. But that initial research has given me an idea about what a specific POW did during the war and some of the interesting stories about his life. By the way, all the POWs mentioned in the memoir are men. As you may know, I am trying to tell the story of the war in the Philippines from start to finish by using specific POW's experiences to tell about certain parts of the war. So the initial research on all of those men from the memoir allows me to place each man chronologically in an appropriate episode. With only a few exceptions, the first 14 episodes of the podcast are men my great-grandfather mentioned in his memoir. That being said, I found the woman I highlighted in episode 10, her name was Frances Long, very differently. I call it stumbling into a story. My great-grandfather mentioned her fiancé in the memoir, so while doing that initial research for him, I discovered Frances and her experience as a civilian in Manila when the war started. And because her story was so fascinating, I decided to do an episode about her. Whenever I stumble into a good story like this, I add that person to my chronological episode schedule so that I don't forget about them. My great-grandfather's experience in the Philippines during the war was limited. He was on a ship, then he was on Corregidor Island, and then he was in the prison camp Cabanatuan. When I want to get into parts of the war that the memoir doesn't cover, I go out and I search for a story to tell. I usually find POWs to highlight in books. So sometimes I'll figure out which units fought in a particular battle or were in certain locations that I want to cover in the podcast. And then I'll see if there are specific books about that unit, the battle, maybe the location. 
And if I can find the book, I'll go through the index to see which servicemen have the most mentions. And the reason I'm looking for the most mentions is I want to find that personal experience that the POW had with a specific part of the war. And someone with more mentions often equals the book having enough details about that person's experience that I can tell a 35 to 45 minute episode. An example of this is while I was researching another POW, I came across a mention of an army nurse on Bataan. And me being the curious person I am, I started researching her and discovered that she had written a memoir. So I found that memoir at our local university's library and I went there and read it. And she mentioned several nurses that she served with, such as Eunice Hatchett from episode 15 and Clara Bickford from episode 25, as well as a nurse whose story I'm gonna publish in a few weeks. That's how I found them, from one book to another book to them specifically. Sometimes I'll email contacts that I've made in the larger World War II in the Philippines community. And I'll ask if they know of a serviceman who fill in the blank. And recently I've come across a new method and that's people reaching out to me about their family member who served in the Philippines. In fact, next week's episode is about a POW who I learned about when his son reached out to me. He literally tracked me down through Ancestry.com after listening to a podcast episode because his father was best friends with the POW I highlighted in that episode. I can't wait to tell you all about it next week. Here's a secret. If someone reaches out to me regarding a family member who was in the Philippines during World War II, chances are extremely high I'll feature that person's story in a Left Behind episode. And that's because the information that family members add about an individual just adds so much to an episode. And the episodes that have family members featured in them are by far my favorite episodes. So this brings me to my research method. We live in a remarkable time for family history type research. There is so much available to us online, especially if we can learn how to dig for information. When I start researching a POW, his or her story could go literally anywhere, depending upon what I find along the way. But I've had to streamline the research as best I can, and this is my process. So I start researching every POW on Ancestry.com. I can obtain a lot of information from the historical records on that site. I create a small family tree for the POW, and then I exhaust what is available on that site, especially the military records. I like using Ancestry for this process because their tree building tools allow me to find records quickly, and then I can attach all those records to that person's profile in the tree, and that makes organization simple for me. Once I've exhausted Ancestry sources, I turn to newspapers. There are an astonishing number of digitized historic newspapers online. I've highlighted around 48 POWs in the podcast so far, and there may be four to five men who I have not found newspaper articles for. Local newspapers often printed stories about their hometown heroes during the war. And these newspaper articles can add personal quotes, personal recollections and experiences, just all sorts of details that typically aren't recorded in historic records. I especially like coming across the gossip columns. There's some good stuff in those. I'm working on an episode right now where the POW is mentioned in so many newspaper articles that I'm a little overwhelmed, but I guess that's a good problem to have. 
At this point, if I haven't found out much about the POW, I'll then go to FamilySearch and other genealogy sites to see what might be there. Sometimes I'll just type the person's name into Google and see what comes up. I've been surprised by the results. If I get clues that a POW wrote a memoir, I will try to find that memoir. Between Amazon and my local university's library, I can find most published POW memoirs that I learn about. I'll also dig into contextual details that can further tell the story. So this could include details about the unit someone served in, uh, what that unit did, details about a battle I know the person fought in, even information about the POW's hometown. I really try to let what I find direct my research. If something I find seems interesting or unusual or stands out, I try to find out more details about it. For me, that's the key to telling the best story, just following my instinct. Lastly, when possible, I try to find and speak with family members. My favorite people to speak with are, of course, the children of POWs. I have found that they have so much love and respect for their parent who served, and it really comes out when they speak of that parent. But any family member who knows something about the individual can add that personal side to the story that historic records just can't. Usually, by the time I get through this research process, I have enough information for a 35 to 45 minute episode. Some people, though, are really difficult to find information about. Often, this is the case for very young, low-ranking servicemen who died during the war. And those are the men I especially want to tell stories about because their service is often forgotten. So in those cases, I'll combine two or three individuals into the same episode. Well, that's my process for finding POWs and researching their lives. I'll be back next week with a POW who was in a field hospital and severely wounded when the Japanese forces captured Bataan. Please remember to like and subscribe to Left Behind so you'll know when new episodes drop and tell a friend about the podcast. Have a fantastic week. Thank you.